0: host Raphael, my co-host lisa is busy fishing somewhere but to make sure that this show is still super fucking lit i made sure to get some great guests we have two first-time guests and also another first they are siblings first we have whitney neal welcome hey and we have your brother jacob hewell Yes, you will very good. Hello, everybody. So, I'm super fucking excited that we have siblings, and you yeah. told me, Whitney, you told me that your brother actually got you into Allison, so can we hear your guys's Allison origin story?
1: Yeah, well, I'm going to let Jacob start, because he's been a listener longer than me.
0: Uh, yeah, I actually,
2: um, came to Allison through her former employer, um, I actually didn't listen to um, the Adam Carolla show when she was on it. I started listening. I uh, like, I just started. Uh, I happened to start listening uh, right after she left, and then I don't. I think I was like telling. I didn't know anything about Allison, and I think I was telling somebody about the Adam Carolla show, and they brought up the whole like uh, Allison drama, and so I heard about that and found her show. Um, and then obviously fell in love. Um, and then, yeah, had to, had to turn Whitney onto it.
1: That was probably like a year ago or maybe more than a year.
2: Yeah. I started listening. No, it was more than a year. It was, um, cause I started listening right before Greg came on the show for the first time.
1: And I think he had probably been listening. Jacob had probably been listening for like a month before I did. Cause yeah. I started when Greg was already
0: on. You guys are relative newcomers um greg's first show was in march of 2015 obviously her firing was the breakup was kind of in she got fired in december but it was january and so you guys are clearly very close um so i like that he got you into it and another interesting thing is that you guys live in georgia which is where jenna and al are going to move to
2: true story it's making our summer
0: (laughs) (laughs) and it's are you guys surprised that there are that many fans in georgia because i i live in colorado and as far as i know rachel's the only other person in colorado that's like active on twitter even a little that kind of interacts with her um and it seems like when they announced it like a ton of people were coming out and just saying welcome to atlanta
1: yeah people came out of the woodwork i was really excited and i i didn't know you know before that there were so many of us but apparently there are so jacob's hardcore campaigning for a live podcast from the sorry not sorry side of things
0: i mean if that happens i might have to go to that
1: (laughs) you should you should
0: um it'll be good to know some friendly faces there um I, I was Twitter stalking you guys, as I do when, when I have a new guest on, and I'm going to ignore the fact that I think, Jacob, you still listen to Adam's show?
2: Uh, no, I stopped listening um, stopped listening a while ago.
0: Okay, because I was looking through your follows, and you still followed him, and I was like, God dang it. I uh... <laughs> tried to like this kid. <laughs> and Whitney, your bio says that someone accused you of being a John Hughes movie?
1: true story on reddit um i don't remember even what the context was but uh somebody oh it was it was a thread about uh being a teacher and so i put something obviously that was like emotional or sentimental or like sap and uh somebody wrote back are you a real life john hughes movie and i was like no but that's how i'm going to describe myself from here on out (laughs) so i like to that I'm a John Hughes movie with the Timbaland soundtrack.
0: (laughs) That is a great description.
1: Yeah, that's me.
0: Okay, and one last thing is you were the person that went to Sweden and then sent in some snack chat items from Sweden.
1: Yeah, I sent in three things. Um, There was an Oreo bar, which I didn't realize we had in America, but when I came back, I was like, oh, we have those. Um, And I sent in Puffer, which is like the flavorless Cheeto covered in chocolate, like Jenna described it. And uh, salt scum, which was pretty much panned by the whole group, except I think Daniel liked it.
0: Uh, How did you like those items?
1: I didn't try them, actually. I'm not a fan of licorice. Uh, I do love salt, but I hate licorice, so I wasn't brave enough to try that. And then uh, never got around to the puffer either. But I had the in an Oreo bar since, which was just kind of okay.
0: Yeah, I think they said the Swedish, or sorry, the, yeah, Swiss, Swedish, Swedish. <laughs> the Swedish one had uh, better chocolate. But I've had that bar too, and it's pretty good. I mean, it's yeah. nothing to write home about. But it's cool that you sent in actual Swedish uh, candy.
1: Yeah. My favorite part of the story, though, is that when we went in, it was a 7-Eleven at the airport in Stockholm and we had like a long layover there. And so we went to get food and I saw those snacks and I was like, I'm definitely going to send these into the podcast. But when we walked into the 7-Eleven, we were the only people in the store and the guy who was there was in the back. Um, like the cashier, he was stocking the refrigerator drinks, and at the top of his lungs, he was singing Mr. Boombastic, the Shaggy <laughs> song, even though he didn't really speak English, but he knew the words to that song, and then he came out, and he was all, like, embarrassed, and I was like, no, this is the best thing that could have happened. <laughs> I uh, I included that in the letter that I sent to Allison, and she read it on that episode, and then uh, she said... She wrote Mr. Boombastic, but it's bombastic, right? And everybody said, yeah, right, right, right. And I was like, Allison, no, don't try me. Don't even try me on this knowledge right now. So I Googled it, and it's definitely Bombastic. So
0: there. Um, so I guess we can start talking about the actual episodes. Today we're talking about the June 12th episode with Laurie Kilmartin and June 15th. Allison's Urgent Care Evening, Renee's Half Marathon, and Jenna's Lost Tape Gun. So on Monday, they had Laurie Kilmartin. She has a special called 45 Jokes About My Dead Dad. It seems like that's a strange subject for comedy, but seeing as how I'm an Anthony Jeselnik fan, I am very interested in seeing this. Are you guys familiar with her at all?
1: Um, not until this episode, but I did spend a lot of time on her website after I listened to the episode, and she seems pretty cool, so I followed her on all
2: her social meds. Yeah, I didn't, um, I wasn't familiar with her, but I do, um, know Jackie Cation, so I sort of recognized her name from that, um, and I think Jackie was on, like, sometime last year. Yeah. On the podcast.
0: So I guess Lori's dad died of lung cancer in 10 days. And I remember I used to follow her on Twitter. And I think I stopped before that. She said that the only time she left his side was to have sex.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I caught that. Like a Grey's Anatomy situation.
0: Oh. You know, like the 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 on-call room. room. (laughs) You guys are finishing each other's sentences.
1: (laughs) And sandwiches. Shout
0: out to person. <laughs> Let's see. I wrote down fidget spinner. I did too. Oh. I don't know if we want to talk about that. I find them to be, <laughs> be annoying.
1: Uh I have only played with one for like 15 seconds, but yeah, I do I teach high school. Um luckily they're not quite into that really. It's not it's not something that really takes um I don't know. They don't go in for it. So I avoided that fad.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say I forgot to even ask. What do you guys do in Georgia?
1: Well, I teach high school, and
2: and I'm a design engineer at a metal stamping company.
0: Okay, like car parts or?
2: Yeah, yeah, we do we do some automotive stuff. Just like a lot of general, basically anything made out of steel, we'll make it.
0: So they mentioned this on Thursday as well, but Elliot is sick. Um, do either of you have children?
1: No kids, just a dog.
2: A very
0: petulant dog.
1: <laughs> he may bark during the podcast, but I hope not. I've tried to appease him the best I can.
0: Oh, that's fine. Um, unlike Jeff, I think the like Wendy in the background makes the show more real. I like it that way. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So I don't mind. What kind of dog do you have?
1: He's a well. I, we think he's a Lhasa, but he may also be mixed with Shih Tzu. I don't know. He's stubborn, and he has an underbite, and he's really adorable. The underbite makes it all better.
0: And what's his name?
1: Uh, His shelter name, we adopted him. Um, His name was Munson, and we kept it. But everybody thinks, especially because we live in Georgia, everybody assumes that we are UGA fans because of their long-standing coach, uh, Larry Munson. But that's not the case. We just like the name. Um, We really call him Munchie, though, more often than
0: Munson. Oh, so it's not too far from it. his original name. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Munchie came from my grandma. We were on the phone with her one day, and she was like, what's your dog's name? And I said, Munson, and she misheard it into Munchie, but it stuck.
0: The next thing I wrote was um, lots of jokes about her mom, and then they started talking about her relationship with her mom, uh, Lori's that is. And it seems like there's some tension there. And I don't know, it's more common in Hispanic households for kids to live with their parents. But um, I don't know how you guys feel about if you were you were to live with your parents, how would that be?
1: A uh, Hard pass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to, I want to hit the Daniel drop where he's like, pass, 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 get the fuck out of there. Like, that's pretty much how I feel. I love her a lot, but we're not going to be able to live together. Uh,
0: yeah. And it's tough, I guess, for her because she is a single mom. So I guess that help is welcomed, but I know living with a parent is pretty rough.
2: I mean, I, um, it's it's not something that I ever want to have to do, honestly. Um, I don't know, like maybe I could see a situation in the future where I have like, A mother-in-law suite or something like that in the basement that's like tucked away maybe something like that um but as far as just like one household living all together i don't think i could do it
1: she's super sweet but she came to spend the night um, um like a week ago on on monday actually she spent the night sunday evening into monday And uh, the first thing she said when she walked in the door was, you need to put some bug spray on your rose bushes. (laughs) That was to my husband. And then as soon as she saw me, she said, your face is greasy. You need to wipe it. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, uh, I'm not sure that uh, um, a multi-generational living situation is something that can happen routinely
0: for us. And then, well, and then Lori said that slightly toxic parents make the best grandparents, which I think that might be true. Because I feel like the way my parents are with my nephews is so much different than how they were with us. And maybe that's just age changing people. But I feel like they're much better grandparents than they were parents.
1: (laughs) Are they, in what way are they better?
0: I think like with a grandparent, their job is like to just spoil the kids. And so I think they're... Doing well in that regard, but as if if they were my kids, I would probably feel different. Since they're my nephews, I'm like go ahead and spoil them. If they were my kids, I'd probably would be like fucking back off with all these gifts and whatnot. <laughs> yeah, and telling them they can do whatever they want. but um, I don't know, I thought that was a funny line.
1: I did write something down about Allison from that conversation., uh, she said that she felt like her mom was
0: afraid of her a little bit. Yeah, I caught that too. I wasn't sure
1: what to make of that. I mean, she doesn't talk a lot on the podcast about her parents. And I feel like she mentions her dad more than her mom, but maybe just because of her dad's profession. And she ends up talking about medical stuff pretty frequently. Mm-hmm. But um, I didn't, I, I wrote it down with like a question mark. Allison's mom is afraid of her? It, was, it just surprised me.
0: Yeah, Allison has mentioned that, you know how quickly, whenever she's back with them in their home or whatever, how quickly she goes back to, like, being, like, a teenage girl, like, maybe that's what she's kind of referring to, is that, like, she will be, like, I don't know, her mom, like, maybe her mom tells her, you know, wipe your face, and then (laughs) she's, like, feels like she's being treated like a kid, and then she'll snap at her mom, and then the mom, you know, is, like, walking on eggshells. That's kind of how I take it, but that's because I think about their relationships too much. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I wondered if it had something to do with the baby, with Elliot. You know, like maybe her mom is afraid of the boundaries with the parenting, or, you know, like, is this okay? Can I do this with him? Is it—is it okay if I let him do this? But I'm not sure if that's what she actually
0: meant. I mean, it could be. Um, I feel like maybe the way her parents raise them is different than how they want to raise or how Allison wants to raise Elliot. So maybe there's some conflict there, but maybe it could, no, I'm not going to go there. I was going to segue into the circumcision talk, but I'm going (laughs) to, I'm going to skip that instead. (laughs) So they talked about how Lori was on a swim team and her coach ended up going to prison for molesting a bunch of his students
1: right i did not expect i didn't see that coming
0: it's kind of funny that allison also had a, a coach in her elementary school that molested students um isn't it crazy that there are these it seems like is it just sports because there was also uh what's the guy from penn state i'm bad with names
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Uh, What's his face? That <laughs> um, guy from Penn State. That guy, yeah, that coach. Yeah. It, isn't it crazy how teams will, like, protect coaches or move them around? Same with, like, priests. Do you guys have any thoughts on this? Should we move on? Molestation's Station's not um, a fun topic.
1: It, it is a really sad topic and a hard topic to talk about. Um, I don't, I don't know. Um, I'm, I teach English, and one of my responsibilities is to produce the yearbook along with a bunch of students that help me because it's a huge job. But I do know that every time we interview any athlete about any game, why they play it, what motivates them, they always say it's like a family, a brotherhood. Um, So I suppose they feel like they are in it together. And I really know, I mean, it's unfortunate when it, there's a situation like this, like something that Laurie went through and she said that she would call people and say, you know, did, did the coach ever do this to you? And they would just hang up on her.
0: Yeah. People, people, uh, not wanting to bring it to light is it's, it's understandable, but it's kind of sad because once like somebody is brave enough to actually go out there is when like with the Cosby case, like she mentioned, yeah. everyone starts coming out. Like he did this to me, he did this to me. So whoever, I kind of, I, I kind of thought about going, I think she said that one of the students was on 60 Minutes, the girl who came out about it. And I kind of wanted to look that up, but I don't know there's enough going on in the world right now that I don't need another sad story.
1: Yeah, the Cosby trial too. I just saw a swiped left on my home screen and saw the Apple News thing that the jury was uh, like half and half right now. They're, they they can not come to a decision.
0: Yeah, that's another tough thing is even if you do come forward it's not guaranteed that this person is really going to be punished at all
1: right that's terrible the whole situation
0: a topic that they brought up that i thought was funny to it was a a very long time ago that this was mentioned on the corolla show but tennis players and i guess pitchers being more muscular on one side than the other right do you guys remember Oh, uh, you well, you I don't know when you guys listened to Corolla, but um, do you guys remember hearing about this?
2: No, I didn't. Re- I didn't remember uh, anything about it. Um, but I was just like super happy for Allison that she was just like so vindictive. just like in in this interview uh, with Lori. You know, she she had like a hundred percent approval rating, and she was just <laughs> like so happy with herself. Like, yes, of course, everybody knows this.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, you're right. Wonderful. And another interesting thing was that Laurie wrote jokes for Adam's late night show.
1: Yeah, I never listened to uh Adam at all. I, I don't I don't even know what the name of his podcast is, honestly. Oh yeah, I do, it's ACS. But mostly I think of him as the former employer. So um I'm I'm hardcore Allison on this one in
0: in all ways. By the way, I'm gonna add applause when you said you've never listened to a show. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, especially once I heard Allison talk about, you know, how the shitty things that he did to her. I'm never gonna go listen to it now. I don't care how highly rated it is in iTunes. Fuck off.
2: You're like a gold star um, uh, Allison Rosen fan, like the uh, like the, uh, a gold star. Um, like in case you didn't know. In like the, the, in, like, the gay community means you've, like, like, you never dated a woman. You, um, you're, like, you're, like, an OG. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, so, like, you, you were never tainted with the... <laughs> gold
0: star. With, with ACS. You're Level a gold up. star Allison fan. <laughs> I did not know that, so thank you for clarifying. <laughs> a podcast that we all should be listening to is the Jackie and Lori Show, because I, I don't know about you guys, but I like Jackie on, when she's on Allison's show, And I liked Lori on here a lot. So maybe I'll have to go check it out. I think Leanne is a listener of their show and likes it a lot.
1: Leanne's the most supportive person. I don't know her, actually. I'm not friends with her or anything. But she just seems like the best person. So you go, Leanne.
0: She is. And, like, you know, we don't know her that well either. But me and Megan have been talking about how we have to go visit her. Because she's just, like, the nicest person. And she's always... Sticking up for Allison on Twitter, getting into Twitter fights with people so I don't have to. (laughs) So, shout out to her. She's the best. And so, apparently, Jackie and Lori are going to do a live uh, podcast recording at PodFest. Allison is also doing that. And had questions about doing live podcasts and the differences in how they do the podcast at home or in front of an audience and since i've seen Allison live at bumbershoot and fest um,
1: <laughs> and you've been in her home right i've
0: been in her home so i watched it there too so yeah i guess i have seen both types of show and they're pretty much the same i do feel like Allison does she kind of does like kind of like a little bit of stand up at the beginning of the live ones i feel like it seems like she's more performative but for the most part, it's the same show, the segments we all know and love. And like I said, when I was in her home, I my favorite part was just getting to watch them do it. And I think, she, like she said, who wants to watch us record a show? But that's, it's the same as listening to it, but now there's a visual element. So I loved it. Is there any chance you guys are going to make it out to PodFest?
1: I would love to. I don't know the dates, but... Um... If I could make it work, that would be awesome.
0: Yeah, when is it? Um, It's in October, um, but I think that's probably in the middle of the school year, right?
1: October is the worst year of the school year. Any teacher can... October and March, all teachers universally loathe these months. Um, (laughs) But since it's so hard, that just means I need a break even more.
0: It is October 6th to the 8th.
1: Okay, so that's... The very beginning of the month. I could see if I could swing it. I would love to see the
0: show live. It'd be amazing. So a funny thing that I thought that Lori does that was kind of strange to me is that she saves her shower water. And also she <laughs> mentions that she kind of takes like army showers where you turn the water on, you lather up, and then you turn it off and you rinse off later. I hate waking up early, and but I love taking a shower in the morning. It's the only thing that wakes me up. So I think... If I cut my showers short, or you know, uh, just mess with the shower in any way, it's gonna like make my mornings that much worse. I don't know how you guys are.
1: I like a good long shower. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if I could do. It, but she was really passionate about it. She even saves the water and goes outside to water the plants, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And so I don't know how she's, she's saving the shower water. Is there like just a bucket in front or behind of her, like catching the water or does she have like some kind of system where it's like under her bathtub? So it like collects it.
2: I think she said she just uh, caught like the warming up water. Like when she just like has the faucet running, letting it warm up, she
0: catches that.
2: Oh
1: yeah. My next question was going to be, is it soapy water? Because that's probably not good for the plants, but. I guess it
0: isn't they talked about the best cry that you've had I think that was a question from Twitter um Mm -hmm. and they mentioned how or Lori mentioned how the cry that you know when you've lost someone how it's like such a visceral kind of cry that like goes through your whole body and fortunately I haven't really lost anyone that close to me so I don't know this uh how about you guys
1: uh, we lost our grandfather in 2006
2: six yeah six
1: and that was pretty rough um, so I definitely had one of those cries then mm-hmm. I guess that's the last time I've lost somebody super close and had one of those good cries
2: yeah this definitely hit a uh, um, hit a chord with me when I was listening to it on Monday because um, I'm in the uh, whatever part of my man cycle that I need a good cry right now <laughs> I can uh, I can feel it I'm gonna have to sit down this weekend with like a sad movie or a sad book and um, really get a nice cry out but I can definitely feel it I've got one building up in me <laughs> that I need to release
0: what's going on do you need to talk about it <laughs>
2: No, that's the that's the thing with uh with uh with these cries is it's um if I ever if I ever feel like I just need a really good cry it's because um like I, I don't really know what's going on I guess you know if I knew what was going on then I could just deal with it but uh um I don't know I you guess you should go do hot me. yoga
1: the last time we did hot yoga together I cried on the mat oh
0: wow
2: yeah yeah yoga will bring it it brings everything out of you. The sweat, the tears, the cuss words, everything. (laughs)
0: Um, I think Allison mentioned, didn't she say that when she was practicing meditation, that she would just start crying? Or am I imagining that?
1: I think I missed that part.
0: No, yeah, I don't remember that.
1: I had a good cry when they both agreed that they hate Harry Potter. Because, what the heck? (laughs) Who hates Harry Potter? I can't imagine, like... I'm having a hard time reconciling my good opinion of Allison and everything she does and touches and says (laughs) with the fact that she doesn't like Harry Potter. I just can't even bring those two things together in my mind. I love Harry Potter.
0: I, I feel like it's because she's a little bit older, but I have never seen one of the Harry Potter movies and I've... I think I read like maybe five pages of the first book when I was in middle school and it was just not for me. All right. We'll see you later, Ralphie. <laughs> <in this podcast. laughs> okay. Bye. <laughs> no. And, and then, well, the same with Lord of the Rings. I've seen the first movie and I was just like, this is not for me. The books, I can't get into it. Um, but what is it that you guys like about Harry Potter so much?
1: I have the, uh, Jacob bought me the box set for my last birthday. And I went to uh, Universal Studios in Florida and went to, I always, it's not Potter World, that's the online portal. What's it called? Wizarding World of Harry Potter. Uh, So I think what I love the most about it is that it's just an entire universe with a thousand different connections and inside jokes. And it just feels like the author so fully thought out everything that she was doing and laid a path from the beginning of the story. Like, she really came to know the characters and the world that they Mm -hmm. inhabited. And I guess part of it is the fact that I kind of grew up with them a little bit. I started the series when it first came out, and I was probably in middle school like you were. And I put them down for a while. I love the book. I think the first two I read really quickly. And then... I've, you know, fell away from the series, but then as soon as I picked it back up, it was like just opening the door again to that universe that felt so rich. So I think that's what I like about it.
2: Yeah, I think I feel the same way um, as far as like the way that she writes about her characters, because you feel like she knows them completely already, like she's not discovering them as she writes them, so you sort of get like their full self from the beginning. You know, they just, like, come out guns blazing, I guess. Um, And then she just has, like, a bunch of really, like, like, very genuine, like, full-hearted characters. You know, there's, like, Hagrid and Luna, or, like, the two that I think of from the very beginning. That's just, like, I love them immediately. I think they're just, like, wonderful people, and I want to hang out with them, Um, especially Luna.
0: I mean... How do you guys feel about Lori's sick burn that, I think she, I forget what she said. She said something like uh, that the sentences were written weird or something.
1: Yeah, the sentence structure. And she also, she didn't like their names and the fact that like Hagrid has an accent and it's written in the way that he speaks. But I love that. It's dialect. Come on.
0: Oh, Hagrid's a guy? I thought Hagrid was the (laughs) Emma Stone, or not Emma Stone, Emma Watson. (laughs) That's Hermione. Okay. Oh, same thing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they're they're quite different characters. But Hagrid is very... They have the very, same hair. They kind of do, yeah. Yeah. It,
0: there's like a new series of movies, right? That is like kind of based in the Harry Potter world. What was that one called?
2: Like Fantastic Beasts
0: and Where yes. to Find. Mhm. Um, So is that part of the Harry Potter story? Or was this like, she's like, I don't have enough money. I'm going to write some more books.
2: I think according to her, it it was all like part of the same story that she had in her head. Um, I don't know. I haven't read like Beetle the Bart or Fantastic Beasts or seen any of the movies. Um, I mean, I'd be interested to, I'm just not... um, like super crazy about it I guess you haven't seen any of them have you
1: I, even the the book movies I didn't see all of them I'm really into the books themselves and the original stories uh I've read most of the books that came out like the tales of beetle the bard but um they're you know take it or leave it they were fun they were like little um like a fable that you would read to a little kid before bed but it was just another part of the universe that she's so well planned.
0: I, I I don't get it. I I well I don't like fantasy, so I can't get into the magic and and all of that. So I think it's never going to happen for me. But I guess it's okay for. I mean, whatever you're into, I say it's fine. But
1: yeah, well, you're in good company because Allison feels the same way. So
0: you know, <laughs> whenever I agree with Allison on something, I'm like. I, I start to think to myself, like, really, you agree with her on this too? It's like, we're, we're very similar, but sometimes too similar. And then I'm like, really? Another thing? There, there are very few things that we disagree on, me and Allison.
1: Jacob has that with Al a little bit.
2: Yeah, I, um, I like hardcore bond with Al every time he opens his mouth. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> we have, I have the same uh, pillow setup that Al does, and
0: I was really excited to find that out. What else do you agree with Al on?
2: Um, I'm also like big into tech, like consumer technology type stuff. Um, so like I love it when he's like talking about how he wants to do like the smart home, all that type of stuff. Um, one of my best friend actually um, is really into it and he has like his full house decked out. Every uh, every light bulb is like Wi-Fi controlled. He has an Alexa and a Google Home. He has two Alexas actually. Um, and, uh, and so I really like that about Al, um, and then just like his thoughts on like inboxes (laughs) Mm -hmm. and and organization.
0: Um,
1: I think inbox chat should have its own drop.
0: It needs one. Yeah.
1: Like snack chat, inbox chat.
0: Yeah. There should be some kind of song for tech tips, but now that they're going to be gone from the show. Oh, we're not going to need it that much. Um, And yeah, I guess so on Thursday, they mentioned that it's their second to last show. And it's so weird that it's like coming up.
1: Yeah, I don't know what Allison's plan is for, you know, after it happens. And I know everybody like on Twitter is like she always makes something out of whatever happened. You know, Mm -hmm. when the the original Thursday gang, which I'm not really familiar with them, but when they fell off, she crafted this and, you know, we all love this. So now that it's changing again, she's going to make something great again. So just wait for it. But of course it causes a little bit of anxiety, you know?
0: It's funny because the, the gang that we know now didn't come together till March. So it took her a few months and, uh, well, I guess April, sorry. Um, and because like Dustin used to be on, and she had another friend of guy friend of hers that I forget his name, but she had like people coming in and out till she finally found like the combination that worked. And I feel like um, with like David Huntsberger and Ali Siegel and now Renee Colvert being back, I feel like she's like kind of honing in on who would be best to be on the show. And I kind of feel like Renee might be one of these permanent people.
1: Yeah, I like her a lot. Um, I took a lot of notes about Thursday too, so.
0: I was
2: actually just realizing today when I, I listened, um, the second time I was listening to uh, the Thursday episode, um, Renee actually reminds me a little bit of Al, Like her, um, just like the comments she'll make or sort of like the, the jokes that she makes. Um, just like her personality, I think. Sort of matches
0: Al's a little bit. Um. She's like a hashtag gal.
1: (laughs) Nice. Good one.
0: Gonna add a rim shot there. (laughs) Or crickets, maybe. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I guess we'll just start talking about Thursday. Um, Like I mentioned, it's the second to last episode with Jenna and Al. Um, They talked about what if they just disappear. Al kind of has a dream to go off the grid and I feel like Georgia is a good place to do it. It really is.
1: I don't know what part of Atlanta they're moving to, though. Like, what community, what neighborhood? They haven't given any hints, have they? Yeah. Even they, on
2: SNS, they just said it was like a good school district. That's it.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think they're <laughs> trying to keep it vague. Right. Um, yeah. But in in my head, they're like they're like moving like right by like Howard University or something. Is that in Georgia?
1: no <laughs> don't think so what's
0: the what's the big hbcu down there
1: uh there's spellman and morehouse
0: yes either of those i hope they move there and jenna learns how to do some cool stomp dance move what is the fucking dance thingy they do stuff stuff yeah sure yeah <laughs> See, i, I kind of know what i'm talking about
1: yeah that would be awesome that's a good area too so they would they would love it if they were there
0: how far are you guys from atlanta proper
2: Right now we are like forty five minutes away from downtown.
1: In my house.
2: Yeah. But, but I live I live downtown.
1: Jacob just came over for the pod, but he does live in downtown Atlanta.
2: Yes.
0: Oh, okay.
1: He lives in a super hip place.
0: Old Fourth Ward.
1: Yeah. Oh for dub. <laughs> Nobody says that. It's not a thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: I was like I was gonna say, cause here in Colorado there's like a bunch of neighborhoods and kind of like soho like there's this um neighborhood that i pronounce reno but apparently it's rhino but it's river north and i'm like how is that rhino but why does every neighborhood have to have like a cool fucking nickname so when you said O4 deb i was like of course and then (laughs) so good good to know that it's not real yeah
1: it's it's totally not
0: but um is there a comedy scene there in atlanta it seems like everyone says that there is
1: there is
2: yeah there is there's actually um because uh like turner broadcasting is in atlanta um so cartoon network is here and there are a lot of writers for like comedy cartoon shows um that do stand up in atlanta um and then of course we always get like you know every time someone's on tour they do a stop here um, but like Amber Nash is sort of who I was thinking of She She's a comedian She does the voice of Pam on Archer um, She does a lot of stand-up
1: Jacob and I just went to a show recently uh, at This place in Atlanta called The Highland Inn oh, Something yeah. that you'll like, Raphael We went to the roast, the Seinfeld roast oh. And it wasn't really Jerry Seinfeld And the roasters weren't really characters from 90s sitcoms But they were comedians who were acting like those characters so there was a like a guy in his mid-20s who was playing Michelle Tanner and he dressed up in like a pair of overalls and a side (laughs) pony and like kind of toddled out onto the stage and then there was Roseanne
2: yeah
1: um Wilson from Home Improvement Mm -hmm. they had Elaine
2: uh Al
0: Bundy
1: Al Bundy it was it was a fun time so there's lots of stand-up comedians doing their thing
0: yeah i didn't know cartoon network was there but and i don't know if you guys remember but jenna actually sang on the my little pony theme song so maybe there's some work for her in voiceover (laughs) what
1: yeah did not was not aware
0: yeah, I think on I tweeted about this earlier this week, but on Monday the 12th was um, Jenna's anniversary four years ago, first time on the yeah, show. Yeah, I and did I, see that. So if you click on, on the link that I tweeted out, it, it'll take you to the episode, and I believe they talked about it on that episode. She sang a little a couple of notes from it.
1: So cool. Between that and the fruit song, we're in high cotton. That's awesome. <laughs>
0: Well, speaking of singing, uh, they talked about Alan was saying that he's going to sing everything, but we did not get any singing. I want my money back. We did.
1: There were like two bars. Come on, Al.
0: Uh, it was nice of Jeff to drop the beepoo 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 drop that <laughs> <Yeah>, he <laughs> does. But I want actual Alan singing before he leaves.
1: Yep. Yeah, me too. I'm on board. I think so.
0: Squeeze campaign. it out of them. <laughs> Um, Are you guys familiar with this booger-sucking tool that Allison used (laughs) on her baby?
1: I wrote it down. I wrote down Nose Frida with three sad smiley faces. (laughs) I am familiar with this because I went to Target and printed out a baby gift registry for one of my husband's cousins that was having a baby. And I just went down the list and kind of circled things that matched the amount of money that I wanted to spend on this person, which was not a lot because we don't like her. (laughs) Um, So one of the things I was gonna get her was the nose Frida. And I didn't really know what it was, but I found it in the aisle and picked it up and I was shocked and aghast that this thing existed. It sounds disgusting, it looks disgusting. And then Allison just verified everything that I thought when I thought that it was the most disgusting thing I'd ever seen because she sucked up Elliot's boogers into her mouth, which makes me want to die.
0: Well, you could get it for this lady that you don't like and just remove the filters. (laughs) Exactly.
1: Yeah. I should have done that. I should have, but I told my, um, one of my best friends was pregnant at the time that I was buying this other person, a baby gift. And no, she had already had her baby. The baby was really young like a a tiny little infant that needs to get her nose sucked. So I was telling the parents about it, like listen to this crazy thing that I found at Target and they were like, oh my God, we have one of those. It's the best thing ever. And they were all kind of smug about it. Like you just don't understand when you have a kid, you'll do anything for that kid, including sucking out their boogers. And I'm like, watch me.
0: I've, like, I, I'd i never seen this till, like, last year, and I've heard of, like, the little bulb, but there's, there, I don't care. I'm not putting my mouth on a thing that sucks out boogers for my child. I will use the little bulb, or, I don't know, they can suffocate, maybe, I don't know. <laughs> they can breathe through <laughs> their dark. mouth. They're gonna be fine.
1: Yeah, I just feel like the bulb, like, there's nothing wrong with it. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. I don't need a tube with a filter
0: when the bulb works, so... Allison ended up having to go to urgent care, and there was a homeless man with a meat cleaver. Um, I feel like I have some questions about that. It was a very LA urgent care. I guess they do Botox injections, and I forget what the other one was called. But um, have you guys ever, do, would do you guys go to urgent care or the ER? Because I've never been to an urgent care.
1: I've, I've gone once, uh, it was just recently when allergy season started up here in Georgia. It's a miserable time. Welcome Jenna and Al hope you're not allergic to everything on the planet because that's what we have here. And it all blooms (laughs) at the same time in March. And, uh, that's another reason March is a terrible month. Anyway, uh, I have asthma and it started to really affect me. So I went to the urgent care then, but I did not get Botox
0: well I was gonna ask because your skin looks great oh thanks no no wrinkles to be found um I you know I I forget oh she went for pink eye right that's what she had yeah
2: Mm
0: -hmm. um I've never had pink eye but have you guys and does it feel like a heart attack in your eye
2: I've had pink eye I was I was little though um I think I was in first grade yeah I was definitely in first grade when I got it um and I don't remember anything about a Heart attack in my eye I just remember like waking up and like my eyelashes like the top and bottom lashes were caked together with Ugh. some kind of like scab and then we'd have to like I'd have to soak my eyelashes so that the, they would come apart and I could see
1: Miserable. that's the only thing I remember I did have it and I remember it being painful like she said it's like a sharp stabbing pain that comes back from your like the back of your eye socket into the eye itself. It it is pretty painful. I don't remember feeling that way when my head was turned. Like she said, she bent over and that's when it really started to bother her. But it's been years, years since I've had it. I do remember though that it hurt more than I thought and it itched and was just generally really unpleasant.
0: Um, I I feel like this is from a movie, but I think the only way that you get pink eye like, I keep hearing people saying that if you fart on someone's pillow, they'll get pinned <laughs> die. So I'm thinking maybe Wendy or something could have rubbed her butt on a pillow. Or maybe when she's doing the Wendy hat, there was some kind of <laughs> germs Oh, going I have on. a
1: conspiracy theory now that you mentioned that. Because Greg was on last week's pod, and Greg sticks microphones up his butt. Like, routinely, <laughs> as far as I know. <laughs> So I think maybe he has a little grudge against Allison and he put something in her house up his butt. That's my story. And I'm going to stick with it.
0: <laughs> maybe he was like mad that Jenna and Al are leaving, tried to <laughs> sabotage something of theirs and ended up being Allison's. I'm, I'm getting on board with this conspiracy theory. <laughs> <laughs> so Renee talked about running a half marathon. Um, I hate running. How about you guys?
1: funny story
2: yeah we actually just ran a half marathon on sunday here in Atlanta.
1: and i kind of want to get jenna on board to train for next year's marathon or even the they have a thanksgiving half marathon that's really popular mm-hmm. that's plenty of time for her to train so come on jenna
2: yeah Let's number one it. live pod number two maybe me and i'll go out for a mandate number three <laughs> <laughs> we get we get jenna uh, running with us.
0: You know, um, I went to, I was in LA for something last year and it was when Jenna was out of town. I think she was like in New York with her girlfriends or something. And I was in Burbank for a comedy show. And I tweeted at Al, I was like in Burbank, if you want to kick it, just saying. And then (laughs) no likes, no reply. I was like, cold shoulder. I like his style. (laughs) So good luck with that. Um, you had the balls to tweet him, though. You got further than I would. Well, <laughs> well that's just because I knew it was never going to happen. <laughs> but uh, um, What was I going to say? Oh, yeah, running. So a half marathon is 13.1 miles. I would die after 13.1 minutes, probably. <laughs> <laughs> so do you guys have running playlists or do you listen to podcasts? Because when when I I used to run here at my gym in my apartments, and it was difficult for me to find something I could listen to because I feel like I know what I want to listen to. So I would like skip through songs and finally get, you know, it'd be like five minutes of skipping songs. till I found one that I liked and I couldn't listen to podcasts because then I would start laughing and then people next to me look at me like I'm nuts. So, I would just put on Slayer's uh, Rain and Blood album and just listen to that the whole time. But I've you know, i heard it so many times, I, I get bored of it. So how do you guys, do you guys make playlists or what do you do? What do you do during a marathon, a half marathon? What do you listen to? I would go nuts if I had nothing.
2: During races, I have a highly curated playlist. <laughs> Same. Um, but I only bring that out for races because I don't want to... Uh, You know, I get tired of it or get used to the playlist. Um, So when I'm training, I listen or just like an everyday run. um, I actually listen to audiobooks.
1: And I have a highly curated playlist. Uh, We actually do marathons too sometimes. Well, we've done two and we're probably done. Yeah. Or at least Jacob said he'd kill me if I tried to get him to do (laughs) another one. So uh, for the marathon, I made sure that I had a long enough playlist to cover you know, five hours worth of running, but, um, it's, it's pretty long. And like Jacob, I don't want to get used to it during normal training runs. So during training runs, I listen to either the hip hop Amazon music station or the Pandora music station called twerk radio. Highly
2: <laughs> <committed>.
1: <laughs> And one day I pulled up Pandora at work because I was going to put on like some, classical in the background and my students definitely saw a twerk radio and roasted me for it for like half an hour.
0: (laughs) Um, I think I've made a twerk playlist before, but it was completely unrelated to running. (laughs) Uh, So I guess the next note that I have is about Samantha can now say the words, oh no, which was so funny because they were talking about how during packing and whatnot she would say oh no and it's kind of like she knows what's going on I don't know if you guys follow Jenna on Instagram but I love seeing every post with Samantha and she's like so big now and everything she does is so funny but I think I think maybe it's because I don't have to uh, deal with a baby the whole day but um, I thought this was really cute and really funny but Something that is not cute or funny is how she smacked Jenna.
1: Yeah, I was surprised by that also, even though I don't know why, because she's a kid and kids are going to do stuff like that. But it just seems like she's a little angel baby from Instagram. So when she said she
0: smacked her, I was like, what? You guys said you guys are not parents, but I I fortunately don't have this problem. But I don't know how you can punish a baby. Um, Hitting is not not cool anymore Uh, in previous generations. It was okay. But so I thought it was kind of funny that she kind of put her in kind of in baby jail for two minutes. And I thought it was funny that two minutes was the amount of time I felt like that was too short, but then she added the fact that she had, what was it like the pacifiers or something just out of reach to make the torture a little more, a little worse.
1: Yeah. And I guess Sam doesn't know, that it's only gonna last for two minutes so it probably seems like a really long time to her plus she really has no concept of time
0: yeah there is that um how would you guys punish a child
1: oh god i don't even know i feel like if i say anything every parent who listens to this podcast is like shut up you don't know
2: (laughs) i know our mom uh for a little while she was a big fan of nose in the corner. Which I wasn't.
1: Yeah, so. and she, she took this up like way after it. We were, I was been. in like
2: middle school. I was <laughs> in
1: high school and she would be like nose in the corner right now. And I'm like, I mean, I'm 16. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure?
0: <laughs> now, so you said you teach high school?
1: Uh, yeah, I do. 11th grade, mostly.
0: Now, you probably don't have to do much punishment, but how do you deal with an unruly student?
1: Uh, we have a whole series of steps that we have to go through. Of course, you try to conference with them individually first and see what the root of the problem is and try to address that. Then parent phone call, then a lunch detention, then a regular detention, so on and so forth. Eventually you can write them up. Um, but mostly, I just tried to talk to them like human beings. of course, not that Sam is not a human being, but she's a very young human being. So uh, she probably doesn't have the words to say what she feels, why she's frustrated or why she slapped her mom. So I don't think that my method would work with her.
0: They talked about Allison feeling depressed and she said a quote that if I was the tattoo type, I would probably get on me somewhere. It says, fuck you, I'm normal, although I'm also very sad.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that is a good one. I never I didn't think about that in the context of tattooing, but that would be a good one.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I ju- I think it's just maybe it's all the inspirational posts on Facebook, but I feel like everyone wants you to be happy all the time and that it doesn't like allow for any, you know, just for whatever reason, you could be in a shitty mood. But if you're, like Daniel said, if your baseline is just, like, low, it's, like, uh, it's really tough when you see normal, happy, positive people. So I think that's why I like that quote so much. I really,
2: when they were talking about all this, Allison Allison said something that I really liked or just, like, thought it was a really good um, comparison where she was talking about how she, she there was like this list of three things that she wanted to do. And the first one was um, uploading an episode of the podcast. And she was like, you know, all I had to do was just like press the button and upload it. But it's like, there was just like this huge, like sack sitting in my lap and on my arms. And I just like couldn't move, you know, it was um, just like describing the way that she felt. Um, and I just never heard it like put like that before. I thought it was a really good explanation of just like being like I should be able to do this but my body won't move I can't make my body move so anyway I thought that was cool
1: I wrote down I think Daniel said it but I wrote down all depression looks different I thought that was a really good point some of the people I love the most are depressed or have depression or just generally tend toward a lower baseline but I don't know, you said like you feel like, especially with social media, people are kind of pushing you to be happy all the time, but with the increased social media, I've also seen, not really the opposite, but maybe more people at least talking about depression. Like, uh, one of the really popular Twitter users that I follow, Jomni Sun, talks about his depression a lot, and he, he has a book that just came out, uh, I don't have it yet, I want to get it but I think he talks a lot about his experience with like feeling like you're different from other people and you experience the world differently and not being sure like how or why that is. So that kind of hit home for me.
0: I could talk about depression all day. Do you guys have any other notes for um, Thursday?
1: Um, since Lisa's not here, I do want to make sure that I say we wear her little jelly bellies. I wanted to make sure we talked about the. The carb of the day.
0: Yes, thank you for doing that. Because I know (laughs) I try to mimic what Lisa does because I think she does such a great job hosting and I think that I'm an inferior host. So I try to just copy everything she does and that's one thing I always forget. So thank you. How do you guys feel about the carb choice?
1: I like jelly bellies, but I think that Starburst jelly beans are superior.
2: Yeah, I think so. I'm not that big into... Into like jelly beans in general. I mean, like the week of Easter, maybe I'll have some then. But that's about that's about the extent of my jelly bean eating through the year.
1: Yeah, I don't keep a bag or a jar like Jenna does that with M and M's, right? Yeah, I, she,
0: I, I think she does it with Skittles. Maybe M and M's. She yeah. she does the M's mix. Um, but yeah, a, jelly beans are not my my favorite thing. I'm an ice cream guy, so. That's my thing. I guess if you're into jelly beans, you would probably prefer the myriad flavors offered by Jelly Belly.
1: Yeah, you're going to get hate mail for that. <laughs> um, I did write down that if Renee can do all of her training for the half marathon at that mile course park that she goes to, then she's a true American hero because that is mind-numbing to go around the same path mile after mile after mile after mile. Mm-hmm. That take some severe dedication so four for you renee you go renee
0: that that is another thing that i have trouble with is when i'm on the treadmill it's like um in like the little clubhouse by the pool at my apartments and then so i can see everyone at the pool having fun and i'm like inside suffering in misery and then also i can see my reflection in the glass so i just see myself running and like being it's like watching yourself run and it's horrible
1: Treadmills are the worst. I don't, I, I might do two miles on one if if it's like raining outside and I have to get in a run, but I can't. I just can't.
2: Yeah, I'd stay away from treadmills completely. Full hard pass. If it's like raining and just like weightlifting isn't enough to make me feel that I've like done something, then I'll do like a Stairmaster or something. Work on the buns.
1: Jacob's one of those people that looks uncommonly attractive when he runs. Like, I just emailed him today. I think the subject was, I'm mad at you. And the body of the email was like, for looking this cute when you run WTF. Because the pictures from our half on Sunday were just released. And I found a picture of him. And he looks like the incredibly photogenic running guy that was the subject of a meme a couple years ago. And it's so irritating, because the rest of us look terrible. And then Jacob looks amazing.
2: Only when running, though. <laughs> Not true. The, the rest of the time, the shit show.
1: Not true.
0: So your Twitter profile picture is actually a picture of you kind of sweaty after a run, it seems like. And yeah, like like Whitney's saying, like when I run, it looks like I'm on the verge of death. Like people are like, telling me to like, slow down. Are you OK? <laughs> 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 any more notes or should we move on to jamo's
1: um uh, i think jamo's well i'll do one for monday i'll start it off i guess uh i picked one from leela rolling stone which they also discussed on this week's sorry not sorry podcast which if you don't listen to you definitely should um she said that she saw what she thought was a dog in the car and she went over to pet the dog, and she realized that it was, in fact, a human. <laughs> so she beat a swift retreat from that.
0: <laughs> okay, I'm glad you picked this JMO because that's the one I picked. And I have it here so I can read it. She said, At A-R-I-Y-N-B-F, at SNS with J-K-J, hashtag JMO hashtag today's win. Saw a cute dog sitting in car outside Starbucks, went to say hi, and realized it was a human. Hashtag mortified. Now, I think I picked it for a different reason than you did, but um, has this ever happened to either of you?
2: No, (laughs) not at all. I'm
0: not even close.
1: (laughs) I have uh, a somewhat related story. I had like a really intense surgery when I was about 14 years old. And so I was under a lot of pain medication for a while. And my family members visited me in the hospital when I was in that medication fog and they brought me a stuffed animal from the gift shop and it happened to be like this really big stuffed dog and it had the exact same color of hair and texture of hair as my grandma. (laughs) And so in my medication fog, I woke up and looked out at the world through squinted eyes and I saw that dog at the foot of my bed. And in my medicated dream, I thought that it was my grandma's severed head. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I'm just like a real chill person, (laughs) Raphael. So I like kicked it off the bed and refused to ever, you know, sleep with it on the bed again. Um, And I don't know what happened to that dog. It kicked around the house for a while, but that is the only time I've ever mistaken a dog and a human and gotten the two confused. Not, uh, not in real life.
0: Now I, I've heard of you know pets looking like their owners, but I don't care how many zannies I'm on. I'm not confusing a human and a dog. And the reason I picked this JMO now. I'm going to apologize ahead of time to Leela if she listens. I don't know if she's a listener. I know she follows me on Twitter. But one, this is not a JMO. And two, (laughs) the fact that she's double dipping and sending it to Jenna and to Allison, I have a problem with. And also, this doesn't happen. This is definitely a just you.
1: I think it might be just her.
0: But uh, Jake, did you, sorry, I called you Jake like we're familiar. (laughs) (laughs) Did you pick a JMO?
2: I did, I did. Uh, It was from the Thursday episode, um, and it was the, uh, uh, I forget who, who sent it in, but she was saying that she noticed that her pinky fingernail grew faster than the rest of her fingernails, which as far as like that goes, I, I mean I don't really monitor the speeds at which my nails grow, but I loved all of the um, like fingernail biting talk <laughs> that we got from everybody because uh, that's like one of the greatest pleasures in life, I think, is like just like seeing a, um, a nail with like a, a nice strip of white at the top and just like taking it out, ripping it completely off. I love it.
0: Uh, how do you feel about biting toenails? That's
2: disgusting. <laughs> I um actually my my best friend and um, a former roommate from college uh was dating this girl for for a while, and she would bite off his toenails. Oh my god! Like not as not like in a sexual way or anything. <laughs> it was just like housekeeping, but I like <sighs> I don't know. That was disgusting
1: we got to talk after the
0: pod. I need to know who this was. Um, if this girl is interested, I know a gal in LA who would be interested in, in meeting her. Um, <laughs> I think you might get an angry tweet from Megan. She is a toenail biter and it is disgusting. Yeah,
2: I can't sorry agree. Megan, yeah. but that's disgusting. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I shouldn't talk. I guess they're not... Toenails really mm. aren't that different from fingernails and I love... A good fingernail bite but I can't I'm not flexible enough to begin with and I just even if that weren't a problem it's not something I'd do.
0: Um, I think because you run I feel like you you might be able to do it maybe you should give it a go but the difference with the, the fingernails and the toenails is that your hands are not you know in gloves and then in shoes all day sweating it up supporting your full body weight for the majority of the day. So your hands can be easily cleaned and your feet are disgusting, germ infested. I don't know, I hate feet.
1: (laughs) But what you said reminded me of Daniel's uh, shout out to the toes
0: a couple of episodes ago.
1: Remember, he was like, pinky toes are severely underrated. Nobody appreciates (laughs) what pinky toes do. I
0: enjoyed that. That's true. I don't know where I would be without my feet, but I just don't want to look at people's feet, not even my own. To steal Lisa's line, I think that's a good place to end the show. So if you want to be part of the show, you can email bffancast at gmail.com. Make sure you follow Lisa on Twitter, JMOs and BFFs, and support Allison by clicking through her Amazon banner, buying a shirt, supporting her on Patreon, especially with all these great bonus episodes we're getting. You can even buy the um, Alison Rosen logo pin that I helped create (laughs) by giving her the idea, not by actually doing any work. Um, Make sure you get fun. Oh, have you guys watched Fun to Hug, Jenna's comedy special?
1: I haven't watched it yet, but I do intend to buy it.
0: Yeah, I haven't seen it, but it's on the list for sure. For a dollar or two, it is a great way to spend an hour or so. Um, And of course, shout out to Brittany. I forgot to mention at the top of the show that me and Rachel went to see uh John Henson at Comedy Works, and we met him after the show, and I told him because he listened to the episode of the best Friends fancast uh after he, he was on because we uh Lisa tweets it out and added him, and then he mentioned that um i I said something about his appearance. Being very different than his like upbringing, like he had a crazy life, and um, he thought that was funny. So, I I went up to him and I said he thought we just wanted a picture or whatever. We took the picture, and I was like, you know, the podcast about Allison's podcast, and he goes, "You're the guy," <laughs> and I was like, yeah. So he knew exactly what I was talking about with very little prompting. So shout out to him. Uh, he tweet, and not only that, he tweeted the picture. He's like, I got to get a picture with you, and he tweeted that picture out like minutes after we took it we were like crossing the street and he'd already tweeted it out um so that was great and then the next day in boulder or something fort collins or something uh, david huntsberger was doing a show at a brewery and we went to that as well met him after the show uh not as excited to meet us as john was but um still met him and he was great so i just thought i would mention that um and where can we find you two?
1: Uh, I'm on Twitter at Whitney Neal and I guess Instagram, Whitney Chandler.
2: Yeah. And I'm uh, on everything, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, pretty sure everything is at Jacob Hewell all together. Check us
0: out. And thank you guys so much for being on. You guys are great. And it's great to get some siblings and some new people And, you know, you guys, if you guys have any suggestions for other fans that you know of, let me know. Because we always are looking for new people on BFF and just to meet other Allison fans.
1: Yeah, you guys should do it if you're listening to this.
0: Tweet Rafi
1: because, uh, listen to me, I'm using your nickname now like we're besties.
0: (laughs) That's totally (laughs) fine. You should do it. It's fun. Oh, one last question. I'm so terrible at this, but... Do you guys uh, support Allison on Patreon? Yes. Solid supporters, day one. That is great to hear. And um, on the Facebook live stream, you you reminded me, because she said on the Facebook live stream, can I call him Rafi? And I was like, "Uh, yeah, obviously.
1: (laughs) I really prefer ASAP Rafi, but I guess.
0: Yeah. Again, thank you guys so much for being on, and thank everyone who's listening. And we'll see you next week with Lisa again yeah thanks for having
2: us I keep my hose in check. you buy nacker for yours say they want that lie I'm gonna bring that noise Check my watch on the fight yeah I call that that time Merkelm in the middle of the street that gonna be hit deadline. Yeah, you gon respect mine, got a body on my tech now. Say you nobody to Somebody gon' body you. Flatline. Bye. Pocket full of that guy. And you know I'm anti-anti-social, anti but Ain't I cool, nigga? Ain't I? You looking at a star that's spaced out. They try to take my style and then take off. I go to work with no days off. Everything all paid off. Show the pussy had shade off. She did it, Jeff up me, nigga. Would skip you like a space bar, but I much rather delete, nigga. Style. I've getting money, what a f-